Hey guys, this is a special installment of Into the Bliss, and I am your host and your creator, Axel Bliss. But right now, I'm coming to you as Jarrell Brizzard. So, today's topic is just about loving yourself. So, for me, lately I have been doing things that's not like me. I've been trying to buy love and buy um, validation from people in my past because I'm extremely lonely at this point in my life. And I feel like I've lost myself. And I know many of us out there that's in our 30s, you know, we have done a lot in our 20s. We done partied it up, had so much friends. And then it's like your 30s, you are, you have to have everything together. And I'm here to tell you guys that it is not, it's not that. You don't have to have everything together. Everything is one day at a time. So I'll give you guys a little backstory on why I feel this way and how I got here. So I've been in a, a marriage for six years. And in my head, I thought that everything was okay. You know, the red flags that I did see in my husband, I ignored them because I said to myself that he wouldn't do that to me. Not me. You know, I, I'm, I'm his partner. You know, it's ride or die over here. He wouldn't do that to me. But then when things got rough and I couldn't give 100% in the relationship, he actually did do those things to me. He actually did do those things and a lot more. So I've kind of lost myself in that situation. It was so horrible. To a point where I'm actually still going through things now. And I'm, I I have to tell myself a lot of the times that you are who you say you are. You are wonderful. You are magnificent. You are magic. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I may get emotional, guys. But I feel like I lost that. So, rewind, well, fast forward to recently. Um, The holidays is coming up. I'm a little down, but I'm trying to mask it with, you know, um, just being around people who I, I feel that knows me and knows me best. So, I started back into a relationship with an old ex that, our relationship was just as toxic as my marriage. So we're actually both 
married. He's married. I'm married. I'm going through a bad divorce right now. He's actually married and going through some things in his marriage right now. And I guess that we take... We kind of... I guess we kind of met up in loneliness. And not to say that I don't love him. And I don't think... You know, that he's a good person. But for me, I don't think he worked really... I I don't think it's the same. You know, I feel like I would do anything for this person, but this person won't do anything for me. And now I feel like I'm being used. Like, I'm being used financially and I'm being used, um, you know, emotionally. And it's hard for me because I feel like I'm always the one that's in control. And now I'm not in control of anything. And it's, it is pretty tough. So, I'm not going to say any names. But I have bought this person phones have bought this person just about anything that he wants from me and all I ask in return is love is for love and respect and guess what I don't even get that so I have to say to myself when when is enough when will it be enough for me to actually sorry guys when would it be enough for me to actually be loved or just love myself I don't quite have that answer and by me being in my 30s I feel like I should have that answer because when I think about it when I think about like my parents and you know, what they were doing in their 30s, in their 30s, people already have started families, people already have started careers, and I'm in my 30s and I don't even know where I'm going. And actually, it hurts a lot because I'm really, really creative, and I'm really, really, really smart. And I have a lot of life lessons that I have learned throughout the years. And so I know I know right from wrong and I know these things and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. But the heart wants what it wants. I feel like I want love so bad that I would give anything, any amount of money, any part of my soul to actually have love. Rather it's one-sided or not like I feel like I am just beating myself like a dead horse for something that I don't think that no one is ever going to give me but guess what I keep trying I keep striving and it's just it's just so confusing. It's 
like, is this really my life? Is this really what I want for myself? To be heartbroken and used? I'm spending money that I don't even have. Just so I can have uh, basically a, a fucking... A fucking long distance relationship. I have extreme trust issues. And it comes from just me. It comes from just me trusting a lot and giving a lot and helping a lot of people in my life. And not even getting a thank you back. Or uh, I appreciate what you've done for me. Excuse the background. I'm walking in circles and pacing back and forth. All I want is for people to take what I give and use it. So it can better their life. I've been a drug addict for a couple of years, but I've been sober for about five years. Recently, I have relapsed. Even if, even only, it was only for a couple of days. Excuse me. Let me get my thoughts together. I relapsed for a couple of days, but the five years of me being sober and and me just praising myself for it, it took one person one week for me to go back into that dark hole that I never thought that it was even possible for me to go into. I realized that, you know, things happen. We all make mistakes because we are all human. And for me, personally, my sobriety was everything to me. My sobriety was like my badge of, excuse me, my badge of honor to tell me that I can get through anything and me relapsing and going backwards I feel like I don't know who I am I feel like um, every part of me was a lie and I don't know what to do about it so I've been sleeping constantly I wake up to eat back to sleep I have no clean clothes because I can't even muster up the confidence to go outside to do laundry. I can't muster up the confidence to tell this person that I, I love and I want to do better, that I can't be with him because he's not right for me. 
I can't look at my best friend and tell her why I couldn't be there for her when I needed to be. I feel like I'm spiraling and I feel like there's no up from here. Everyone that knows me personally knows that I take pride in what I wear. I call myself, uh, I like to say I'm vain, but I'm vain for myself. I like to dress nice because it makes me happy. I like to get my hair done because it makes me happy. I like to go to the barbershop and stay well-groomed because it makes me happy. I'm not doing it for the outside people. I do it for me because it makes me happy. I haven't got my hair done. I haven't went to the barbershop. I barely got in the shower. I just feel like I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting my life going in circles doing the same thing I did in my 20s I'm just screaming out for help all over again the times where I was on drugs I was screaming out for help because there were things that I had to get through from day to day that I didn't believe I can get through without drugs. Now I feel like drugs can't even help me. I can't talk to people because people really don't understand. The people that are around me doesn't understand addiction or doesn't understand being being Bipolar and having depression, which is bipolar depression. In African American culture, we don't really speak on mental illness, but I make it my business to always speak on mental illness because I live it day to day. And I just want my peers that look like me understand that this struggle that people like me go through is very hard and all we need is support from the people around us to not even to understand but to say hey I don't understand it but come here I love you let me hold you let me make you feel love just for this one moment because all we need is that one moment of love, of laughter, of light to get us through. And I'm searching for that one moment and I'm looking down and I'm scrolling down my phone and I'm like, who can I call? Who can I call? Who can I call? Don't get me wrong, I call on the Lord every day, 24-7, seven seven days a week. I call on the Lord so much that I don't even think He hears anymore. He just has my call on 
she just has my number one vibrate and then from vibrate she just turns it to silence because hey I call a lot I need help a lot I fall to my knees a lot and I feel like he's like hey my son how many times am I going to teach you a lesson I'm done with teaching you lessons so now you have to fend for yourself and I'm fending for myself and I know that I don't want to go back on drugs because it caused health problems that I didn't want to have health problems that I have to go through for years health problems that I think destroyed my marriage and destroyed the sanctity of love and truth and trust I did these things no one told me to put this drug in this pipe and to smoke it no one told me to do anything that I've done but me so as an adult in my 30s I can't say I'm sad because I was molested. I'm sad because I didn't have love. I'm sad because my dad isn't here. I can't use those excuses anymore because those excuses have been ran dry. No one wants to hear it from a grown man. No one has sympathy for me. And I'm starting not to have sympathy for myself. So the only thing that I can do is create platforms and create ways that I can get all my emotions out without crying myself to sleep at night every night or being angry at the world because the world doesn't see me I don't care how many people listen to my podcast or watch my videos or subscribe to me I don't care. I don't do it for that. I do it because just one person, one person in the world can hear me, see me, and listen and relate and get something out of anything I may say. I just want to change one life, change one perspective, and I'm fine with that. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be well known. I just want to be heard. Not heard for my own personal, you know, agendas and vendettas. No, I want to be heard to change the world. Change the way people look at people that have mental illnesses. Change the way that people look at non-binary people. Change the way that people look at gay people. Change the way that people look at transgender people. Change the way that people look at people that are just different. I put myself in a situation where I had to be at a place where there were rules. Because I said to myself that you need to, you need to be humbled. You need to humble yourself. 
yes, you have had the nice apartments and the nice clothes and things, and you have had nice things. You have done wonderful things. But the way I view people, it was horrible. I didn't care about people's feelings. I didn't care about what people thought. I was just out for self. And I was just nasty on the inside. Even though I was battling cancer, I was still angry at the world because I'm like, hey, hey world, what have I done so bad to get cancer? What have I done so bad to lose the person that I thought was going to love me until I was wrinkled and old? It was those inner feelings. It wasn't what I put out in the world. It was the, my inner feelings. I was angry and I was evil on the inside. God knows your insides. So he said, my son, my child, listen to me and listen clear. I hear you on the inside. No matter what you may say to people on the outside, whatever false positivity you may put on on the outside and say with your mouth, I know your inside does not match it. So here's an obstacle. Let's see you get through this. Here's a problem. Let's see you get through this. Here's something that you have have to overcome. Let's see you overcome this. With grace. And with faith. And guess what I did? Me being the human that I am. I turned my nose up. Remained angry. It's not until I lost my husband, had to deal with cancer by myself, and had to put myself in a situation where it was rules. Lost my apartment. It wasn't until I sat with myself that I realized. Hey, Jarrell, wake up. This is not all about you. It is not all about you. Excuse me. My nose. (laughs) The love that you're telling everybody that you feel for yourself, it's not real. You don't love yourself. If you love yourself, you will love everybody just as much. Just the same. The things that you are doing is to have validation because you have never been had validation for anything that you have done that was actually good and from your heart. So now I'm just doing things just for validation. Just for people to say, hey, I see you. But it's time for you to see yourself. It's time for you to wake up. It's time for you to enjoy who you are. 
even if you don't have 50 million people around you that is praising you, you have to praise yourself. You have to get on your knees. You have to thank God truthfully for the things he has done for you and the things that he is going to do for you. And it sucks that I had to relapse and erase five years, almost six, of my sobriety to have these thoughts and to actually feel this way. But we're human. And things don't just don't happen overnight. We go through things. We go through things. And those things that we go through are the lessons that we learn. We learn from those lessons. We learn from them with those mistakes. We learn from those downfalls. And all we can do is try to take those lessons and wrap them up and with a big-ass bow <laughs> and give them to ourselves as, as a gift because you know what? We are the prize. You have to put yourself first. And I have to realize that. I may be confusing people. I'm saying put myself first and loving people at the same time positively. But you cannot love people wholeheartedly without putting yourself first. Because if you don't put, your, put yourself first, who is going to help out uh, the homeless? Or who is going to speak to the youth? It's who, who, who is going to speak to, you know... Just who is going to do the work that you that you want to do? Who's going to do the work if you don't put yourself first? So from this day, this day forward, I choose to put myself first. I'm not saying I may not slip up. I'm not saying I may not have days where I feel down or I'll cry myself to sleep. I'm human. I will have those days and I will have those those sleepless nights. But one thing that I will never forget is to put myself first. As I speak to you guys and as I shed my emotions and shed these feelings, I feel myself, I feel the weight come off my shoulders a little bit more and more as I talk to you guys and this is actually what I built my platform for you know I I haven't had a chance to give you guys a lot of content because I I'm waiting on other people to speak with me and to talk to me because I didn't want it to feel weird that I'm talking to myself but this actually feels good And I think this is a new start for me to not wait on people to give you guys content because everything that I do and everything I speak about, I speak from experience and I speak from my life because that's all I know is the things that I've been through and the things that I'm going through. I can't speak on nothing else. I can't speak on having a million dollars, never having it. 
can't speak on having the fast cars and the most expensive things because I never had it. Just a regular, regular old non-binary kid from Brooklyn trying to survive, trying to get through life, trying to be an adult, trying to be responsible, trying to love myself. And I know there's other people out there, there's tons of people out there that feel the same way and going through the same things. Yeah, we may shake it up on Instagram and have you think that our life is so PG King, but deep down inside, I know there's a lot of people that's going through the things that I'm going through. There's a lot of people that's on their knees trying to figure out if God is actually listening. I can't be alone in this. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. So, I take this time to give you guys the raw feelings not of acts of bliss but of Jarrell Brazil and I hope you guys get something out of this bonus episode and I will be back with regular content very soon as acts of bliss remember put yourself first stay prayed up treat everyone with love and kindness have a good night everybody